Have you seen that meme where, uh, and I know we, we, no new memes. We're done with memes. Memes are dead. Only old memes. Old meme gang 2020. I don't ever um, want to hear about a meme. <laughs> never want to hear another one. Uh, but have you seen the one where it's like the game when I'm playing it and it's like a cool image and it's like the game when my parents walk in the room and it's always yeah. like a close up of an anime woman's breasts or something. Yeah, you know what I totally. mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> or just like and and it's a very relatable thing if you've ever watched any any uh, uh, legacy media. That's exactly how I felt when I turned this film on and Willem Dafoe was going, you must take your mother's trident. And I, I turned to my girlfriend and I'm like, please don't leave. Yeah. It's not all like this, I promise. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's it's really dealing with the real world consequences. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's actually dour. It's, it's, it's like serious and there's like blood. <laughs> we need to get this out of the way. I, I liked it. <laughs> what? Like... Okay. I, I actually I think I really liked it. And I think it's it, it, there's something that's going to be happening throughout this whole conversation and it's fucking impossible and I think we either need to like qualify it all up front or just not talk about it at all but like we're going to compare it to the other one. It's impossible not to. It's very very yeah, difficult I mean, to not. It is it is a rarity. It is a completely bonkers thing that has happened. This has never been a thing that's happened before. There's been director's cuts, but the idea of like stuff getting reshot entirely restructured footage being like full-blown recolored and and effects being adjusted and used like i I was recognizing shots from the other one but none of it really looked the same like it was even at the end in the end battle graded completely different that said it's it's i think we're allowed we're allowed one quarter of the left and right side of the screen too (laughs) no 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 Uh that's not how it's not come on michael Parts of it anyway. were cropped. There's comparisons online where they you're like, this is just a cropped version of what was in the first one. Shit. You really think it is a crop? It, it, it's a crop? Well, There's a couple. Some I, shots. I, it's not. I'm, it, for sure it's not all of it, but there is a large, like, there's a couple at least screenshots I saw online, which was like, this was the original, and this is what was just released, and it's literally just a cropped version. Okay. Um, well, yeah, yeah. So naturally, I think yes, we're 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 going to compare this to the other one. I mean, it's it's a completely different thing. But I do want to clarify. I was under the impression that they spent seventy million dollars on on like reshoots here. I thought that they shot. I thought that they kind of pulled a fast one, and this is the quote unquote Snyder cut. And they kind of went and shot another movie, and then WB well, more or less got like a sequel out cut. of this whole whole debacle. That's not quite exactly what happened. The seventy million dollars was all like um, post production budget. And they only shot about three additional scenes for this. And that's the Martian well, Manhunter yeah. stuff. Um, and, and I think that uh, that Joker stuff is new, maybe? I have no yeah, idea. the Joker stuff was new. I think its cut is being used a little more colloquially than normal. I think it's being, it's it's because you call, you know, the, direct, the director's cut is a phrase. So I think this being called the Snyder Cut was also just a thing no, that no, probably. No. Well, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that it, it carries that moniker a lot more than I thought it did. I thought that it was like, a, oh, it's the Snyder Cut, but no, it actually kind of is the Snyder Cut, like more or less. Like right. it's, that's what they had. It was how had he had originally planned. envisioned it before Joss Whedon came in. And sure. Was like, and he no, talked no, no, about how. Well, remember, we said part, it. That part I don't necessarily believe. I don't necessarily believe, but maybe it is, maybe it isn't. 
but but that that's one of those things where it's like that that makes the story larger than 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 life in my opinion mm-hmm. you know he got three years breadth to look back at this project and go what could i have kind of fucking done yes. differently and, and, and for us to go actually this is all the original plans it's like i, I don't i don't know if i believe uh, well that. but to and be if fair it was though, the original plans i think that that's misguided i think that they fucked up they probably should have <laughs> reassessed but i'm sorry uh, i was just gonna say to be fair though even when the initial like conversations were happening about you know what was different in the joss whedon thing and what what did he change and what did he rewrite there was like a significant amount of stuff because they i mean he said before this was happening or when they announced this he was like i think he said 30 percent of what he shot was in the movie mm-hmm. like not meaning that then they had to re- they had to shoot of the movie was what he had shot so like 70 percent right. right. of the movie that came out was stuff that was, was shot which doesn't mean stuff that he didn't write. It just means it was stuff from after right. he left the project. Right. Right. Um, so it's still I, listen, it's like brainchild. I I don't know what's happened. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain, but I've really come around to what he's up to. And, and it, this isn't really new territory. And I think I said it with... Man, when I rewatched the Batman vs Superman extended one, and I liked it, I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? It was good. Like, it, you know, or at least it was being interesting or more interesting than the theatrical one was. You know, it was like a rate, like whatever cut where it was hit hit theaters was without any of the questions it was a- asking in the first in the original version. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it doesn't mean again we've said it in the last time, but it doesn't mean that there's like great answers to those questions or that it's like particularly profound but something that i think is interesting that he does um is is he really does try to be like fucking mythic and he tries to be like this is human earth reacting to the most i don't know it all felt so important you know and like like i was watching a movie about greek mythology and in the same way that if i were to read greek mythology i don't know what half of it is about or what it was rooted in, but I still very much enjoy it, which is comics. It's like they mention a weird thing and I'm like, oh, I don't never heard of that before. Even if right. there's a shit ton of right. writing about it, I don't know but anything about it. And that's yeah, yeah. like when he was like, this is, it's the lost world. I was like, how did they lose earth? Like he fought all these people <laughs> on earth and left the mother boxes there. How did he not know when they found the first mother box? Like, oh yeah, this was that place. But I didn't care. I was like, cool. They're calling yeah. it the lost world. Fine. Right. Yeah, that, that that part is was a little uh, I just as a, just as an aside, I think it's very funny that like Ares, a character we saw get absolutely bodied, fights Darkseid, pretty much hits him once. And then, you know, like this this character that we're supposed to be who is supposed to be the ultimate fear and evil, like we kind of only see him get his ass kicked in this was movie. Was that Ares? I just thought that was by Ares specifically no like dark side no, i'm saying was he, that take, Ares there because i couldn't yeah. tell during that fight yes scene it was and, it, and it's it's dave it's david thulis's face like superimposed on it <laughs> as well that's awesome. it's so it's so, so but like that i think that scene in particular um really exemplifies kind of what uh, aside from that you know little bit of i guess fan nitpicking uh just like the over the top nature and and full investment in like what you're saying the mythology of these characters like we're just going to reference this shit like we're just going to have this green lantern here which they kept in the in the old cut but like it was a lot more featured in this um yeah like they, they, it it's it's a lot more fleshed out and and i i can't tell if i like it more than the kind of marvel stuff or it's just a refreshing breath of fresh air 
for something to for a character to call something like the anti-life equation and then not crack a joke or like wink at the camera. I, you know what I mean? I, that I is the most laughing. ridiculous shit in the universe. But like, yeah, if you spend enough time with them taking it seriously long enough, you you let yourself get into the act, the melodrama of it. And it is melodrama. Just, the, to be clear. This is, I mean, it's still a superhero movie. It's still a comic book mm-hmm. movie. And and not to, you know, I, I'm right. historically not reductive about that. And I don't think that that's an excuse. But I do think it's it's a funny paradox of things that make something a uh, accurate comic book representation are frequently the same elements that make it uh, not a movie that you take seriously like does that make sense i mean it's it's just by virtue of exactly that calling it the anti-life equation you know they want to be faithful if they called it something else you'd then have this whole thing of like oh they changed the name and even though we would be sitting in this on this exact podcast being like well yeah they weren't going to call it the anti-life equation they had to come up with something else Mm -hmm. not this is not how everyone would react so it's i mean we've said it before but the checklist of this kind of movie are you're really fucking between a rock and a hard place and all that said on on Zack Snyder and we've it, I feel like we've been fucking saying it since 300 sucker punch man of steel all of them like the dude when given when I think when given well-written material well-written scenes with good actors he's a very I, I think he makes some of my favorite uh moments in those situations because I do think he is he is so what's the word in uh he's so interested in as i've said the big mythic questions and the mythic implications and just the i don't know man he's it's it's all fucking large fiction to him and i think when when there's not then a good actor saying good lines in the middle of it that's when you get the stuff that's like oh it's Zack snyder and he gets kind of lumped in with like the michael bay big explosion boom boom uh, as Tim said in an old video, look at these powers, look at these powers. Um, so there, there's a thing about him, you know, we kind of talk about him being an auteur a lot, like that kind of mm-hmm. dips into the thing, but, and then people kind of mock it because he makes bang thwacky thwack movies. Um, and I, I, I would kind of argue with that because I do think that his sensibility, I think he's an auteur. I do think that he has a singular vision for his films. It just so happens that his vision is commercially like viable and friendly. Um, and, and like, yeah. whether you want to criticize him for that being like a limitation of his imagination or him just being like a, a competent businessman as well as a filmmaker to like hit for his work product to be something that's, you know, not only an expression of himself, but something that'll sell. Uh, I, I think that's a fair line to attack him. But f- to, to say that because his movies are dumb, which I mean, on a sense, they are that he's not like a singular visual filmmaker. That seems to be what the real fight is. It's not about like DC versus Marvel. It seems to be about like. You know, the people kind of going, why are there, you know, this corporate style Marvel movie? And and hopefully this represents something different or this corporate style superhero movie. And and to them, this represents something different. Um, And I think it it, it, it does. It definitely does. I think Uh, this came out. I I think it doesn't need to be four hours. It didn't need to be four hours. And not even in the sense of like, I think every scene belonged in the movie, but I think uh, many of them didn't need to be as long as they were. <laughs> and I think oh, yeah. that you could probably chop an hour out of this and it wouldn't 
you could you could chop an hour out without losing a line of dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, you can chop an hour out of the slow motion alone that happens. That's kind of what I mean. I, <laughs> and and I think, but now let's let's. I want to dig. Let's dig into the slow mo again too. I'm not saying I don't have my problems with this movie, but it's weird because we're already looking at essentially a revision we're looking at like i don't want to say a second draft because that's not true obviously that's like i'm that's like being a little silly but like i obviously have you know there's always problems with moments or story things that are like they don't address or whatever but let's talk about the slow-mo thing too because it's like i i feel like this movie is it's putting us on it's giving us the exact platform to talk about exactly what the larger implications are of like Zack Snyder, the filmmaker who something happened where everyone just for whatever reason went, Oh wait, I believe that he would have made the perfect superhero movie comic book movie with, with his justice league. I don't even know, man, I don't remember what started it. I don't know what happened, but maybe it was when they did the extended ones of, of Batman vs. Superman and people were like, oh shit, let him, you know, I don't know. I think it's people being disappointed by a movie they looked forward to and then hearing that this was not what was originally planned. Whether what was originally planned was better or worse didn't matter. It was just, oh, there's another version of this. Mm. Well, it can't be worse than that. Uh, we need that because that would have been better. We like, certainly pooped it. I'm sure on this podcast, there's there's audio proof of us when they announced the Snyder Cut us being like, fuck off you know like i'm pretty sure we we essentially had that attitude um but okay wait i I wanted to talk about this this slow-mo thing because i think i agree with you that stuff can be cut i'm not i'm not making a case for its inclusion but i think it's actually i think it may be reflective of this exact uh vantage point or this exact point of view that Zack snyder has where it all i think it all really matters to him and you know, I would never call him like, I don't, I'm not trying to say he's such an emotional, you know, filmmaker. I don't think he's like, he's got the bleeding heart for all his characters or whatever. I don't know if I'd call him sweet, but I think he gives a huge shit about all of it. So I think the slow-mo thing for as much as it gets made fun of is certainly just him being like, this is cool and matters. Look how cool it is when the flash is doing this. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, flash, so I, don't I you care about this? It's making fun. Oh, of so. See, now I thought you were referring to like every character getting a slow-mo and indie rock song, um, like montage well. sequence. I'm, but I'm saying that's the, that is a, a uh, that's the effect. That is the, imp, that is the implication, you know, the execution of him giving a big shit. Does that make sense? Sure. Because that's just the like fucking earthly terrestrial. That's what it, that means in a movie. That's movie language. That's his, especially his movie language is like, look at this. Look how cool I'm making them look. We're going to slow down for a second. Look, they, he looks fucking awesome here. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Don't you care? Also, I mean, with the aspect ratio as well, he went out of his way to try to make it look more like a comic book. And in a comic book, yeah. you don't just see Aquaman walk into the ocean. You're looking at a page of him being hit by a wave, and it doesn't move. So mm-hmm. slowing down him walking into the ocean looks more like you're looking at a kind of moving comic book yeah. page as opposed it's, to I mean, footage. I suppose. It's uh, Tableau. It's the vignette. It's the, like, look at this image. Look at this frame, you know? And I think he is interested uh-huh. in that stuff. Well, I think that his whole style feels very, um, I mean... The reason I think this is because he was very poppin' in this time, but like mid-2000s, in that it seems to be emulating a graphic novel of that era. Um, a little, this is a little left turn. Pardon me. Uh, you, know, you know what I thought was really, really funny? 
What? Well, it's like, okay. <laughs> when they woke Superman back up, I loved that it was intercutting with Lois getting over him finally. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was literally Grief. like her moving on. It was huge. She visits his grave. You're like, I'm Lois. She's like, I'm a reporter. I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to, you know, live my life. You know, didn't think you were and coming today. One last time. One last time. And then right. Superman fucking bursts from the grave from underground and is like, Hey, it's still about me, please. <laughs> hey we're going away she's like let's go home and he's like kansas got it she's like, no i meant like across yeah. the street ah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway but um there was a couple goofy part like i don't know there's I just, certainly even, goofy and it's there's the so much of it being put back together but the fact that there's two car crash scenes as like the origin beginnings of heroes in a row we see cyborg in a car accident and then barry saving iris from a car accident in the next scene Right. Um, just read like this was not written on the page one after another. They would never put two car crashes on page, page 50 as a car crash and page 52 as another car crash. You know, I right. can see why this was a minute ago. They had said, hey, it's actually going to be four episodes. I get it now. I like watching yeah. it. I was like, I com- I totally see it. I see how <laughs> this split up an hour at a time actually might have might have played a little better. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Uh, I, that that was that was sort of my point from before. That I kind of fell off tr- the yeah, track yeah. on. But this is just like a new form of media it, entirely, almost like it, it. Like, what's the difference between a three-hour and twenty-minute movie and a three-hour and fifty-minute movie? You know what I mean? Like, you got thirty minutes. You've already crossed that threshold. So that seems to be like the the um, the philosophy this is working with when we spend so much time. Like, there's so many additionals, like even shots. Yeah. Uh, that a traditional movie might have just to give you more time with these characters. And and you're right. It is like a long mini series. And it's, it's a bit like, like that movie, the Irishman where people are like, wow, this is like a long ass movie, but it's like, it it almost isn't even a movie. It's almost like a, like, it's almost like a play. Like if you, have you ever seen a visual story? (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's, I I mean, not to give him too much credence because he breaks it up into acts, which I I find a little pretentious. Um, it is a little. Yeah, it, it is. It's a superhero movie, man. Like at the end of the day, we're still having the Goku moment where Superman shows up in in the final act. But regardless, it, it, like a play is a long fucking experience. Generally, <laughs> they can run mm-hmm. like four hours long, um, mm-hmm. and and it is just because like if they spend a fuckload of time like weaving the spell, and I think that this pulls off a a similar effect. Um, a spell was weaved. It. It's fucking corny, and it, it weaves a spell. I love television because of the time you get to spend with the characters. And I feel like when they hit those beats, you just spent six hours watching them and then really care about them when something happens. So I really enjoyed that this was basically a TV show that just didn't have to deal with the confines of episodic content that needed self-contained arcs while trying to deal with the bigger picture. And I also didn't mind the acts because it gave me per, like permission to be like, okay, I watched a chunk of it. I'm gonna go do something else. And I know I this is like fair. it told me this is a good stopping point. They're gonna they're gonna recap all this next scene at the Batcave. Right. Which I, 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 I think that's even, dude. It's it's such it's. I don't think it can be understated. You know, I saw a review early I, before I had watched it. It was just a headline. You know, as I was scrolling, and it was like. The Snyder Cut is different, but remarkably the same. And I don't quite know how you get that take from this. Because I really, really felt like it was 
fucking so different. It was no, so, like, so different. The texture yes. was different. The art, the story was the same, sure. But even then, you're like, kind of fucking not really. Even the story no, was different. Like, felt like he had an entirely different <laughs> totally. thing going on. Totally, man. And I really believe that if this right, had come this out is, this that's way. So that's that's more nuanced than 95% of people will, will consider this. Because, like, these are cultural events bigger than... Um, like mainstream culture will will give it breath for but like Justice people League will watch this like the first one on, on a not. top level what, no 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 what, what i'm saying is like if someone saw that first one right and then kind of watch clips from this one they'd be like oh it's the same fucking movie that i saw it's like it is remarkably different but i can mm. totally see why like someone who maybe isn't invested would go like why would i want to watch that movie again like i you think can't that's really fair. convince people that i think that's totally fair. but even but even I'm not picking a fight with someone who watched it three years ago or whenever it came out and then just now is kind of seeing clips and saying like, oh, it kind of looks like the same movie. Because to be fair, I, I rewatched it maybe a, a couple months ago in preparation of, of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm just taking issue with like, I mean, yeah, it, was a, it was a review. It was like a full, it was a thought out someone's job review about the this this thing and that that's, that's more fair. i'm picking a fight that's i'm like come fair. on dude you re- you watch movies all the time you're telling me you don't see the difference in it's the it's fucking this is dude you could teach this about direction you could teach it about directing you could put these two movies next to each other when when else do you have nearly the same exact scene directed by two famous filmmakers who are very different with very different sensibilities one who you know who's adding jokes who's adding fucking longer slow-mo dramatic shots you know like right it's 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 very it's a weird uh perfect little example of of how the same quote-unquote story and same idea can get uh can feel very different in different hands and we talk about I it all the time but like yeah i, I think so i think case in po- i'm sorry professors that are going to have to deal with all of the idiot kids writing essays about the difference between these now because you're right it is great for that and that's yeah. an exhaustive amount of essays to read from idiots <laughs> at college i think a great yeah. I, I also rewatched that first one um and i think that the case in point scene here is in the um, the Gotham sewers when they go down into the into the sewers. Just the tone oh, of man. the two movies just feels completely. It's the exact same shots, but the tone feels completely different. Like you know, even totally, the things. Totally, man. It's it's much more melodramatic in Zack Snyder's version. Like uh, to the difference between the two lines, there's like, uh, please, we have families. And in the original, he goes like, why do people keep telling me that? Which is a very like Joss Whedon oh, yeah. ultra like that's ultra coming out yeah, of his dude. mouth. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. exactly. Now, and then this one, and in this one, he's like, ori- I, I have fam- I have a family, and it's like, well, that gives you weaknesses, and it's like, okay, that's a little bit more DC. That's like a little bit more like uh, um, mm-hmm. melodramatic comic book. But I think at that point, which it occurs like two and a half hours into the movie, versus like twenty five minutes into the movie, like it does in the original cut. Or something like outrageous, like it, very, very short amount of time. Um, I, I'm more willing to give myself to it. Like when they're when they're fighting, <laughs> fighting like you know the the horrible goggle man in the, <laughs> in the sewers. It, it's all a bit more. It's also fucking mean, brutal. What do you mean? Just I, I said I'm just like more willing to give it, give myself over to the the movie at that point in the Snyder cut than I was in like the the oh, I see Justice League. Yeah, like for the sure. Justice I mean, League, dude, it's like okay, this is just more soup shit. Whereas the Snyder cut, you're just like, oh my god, he's he's got the mother box. They have the smell of the mother box. Like you, you've kind of given yourself over yeah. to the stupid spell at that point. Did the original I, include the top down shot of the whole group walking up those metal stairs? 
because it really stuck out to me as goofy. From They walked from the bottom of the sewers up all the stairs with Batman in the lead, and it just really felt like, oh, they're only doing this because Batman's the only one who can't, like, jump to the top right. of the staircase. And it just <laughs> there was a couple moments. pedestrian for them all to be walking behind him casually. There were a couple moments where you're like, oh, right, we're not supposed to watch Batman, like, get up out of a chair and walk. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to, he's either meant to be in motion or, like, doing something cool. Like, it's <laughs> it's kind of a... Right, he just disappears. Like, him, like, walking out of the elevator was sort of, I was like, mm. kind of all of them. There's also, there was sort of a moment when when uh, Wonder Woman is in costume and they're all hanging out at the Batcave and she kind of just, like, walks over. It's They're all just, I don't even remember what moment it is. I think it's when... It's after uh, Cyborg has said that he'll go into the to the mother box or whatever, and she's just still in like full costume. It kind of had that vibe of like like you're in an Uber on the way to a Halloween party. You know, you're kind of like oh, that's <laughs> fucking stupid a little bit. You, you know what I mean? Like, oh yet. man, there's so much in this movie that is just like oh that was friggin' so stupid. But again, this is like. Uh, the old, if there was ever a movie where you need to suspend your disbelief and like kind of take yourself out of like, um, God, this nerd shit. This, this is the one. Uh, I love oh, there, when sorry, there, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on in that sewer scene. Um, I, I, there is the there is one thing in the Zach's or in uh, Joss Whedon's cut that I, I liked a lot better in that scene. And there's a line where like the Flash is like scared to go in and bat and like he has a moment with Batman where Batman goes, just save one person. And the Flash is like, what? He's like, I just save one person and you'll know what to do that. next. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's much better. Yep. And Sorry, I think my thinking kind of That was still Flash's arc in this, too, so I really wish it was included. It was very much like, I'm the new one. I'm going to get shot in the chest, and it's going to hurt and be bad. Um, I loved when he got shot in the, in the leg during that scene, and he just screams almost a Wilhelm scream. Like, yeah. And, <laughs> and it's just a tiny scrape while they're all getting blasted around, and I really liked the comparison to everyone else who's like taking a shit ton of hits and it's like oh no he's just a kid who's not yeah. wearing armor and has to dodge them because one hit will incapacitate him yeah i, I think that is like a you know like a powers thing um i do think it's weird that like cyborg wasn't the new kid you know what i mean here's this like he's this teenager who's just like super pissed at the world and his dad and everything and it's like but he's also like super competent and smart and like confident i'm like i don't really get what this, what's going on here with this guy i think he was the the trope of like i have suddenly been given in, incredible knowledge and like i think he was like it, it was just like the i'm barely a man anymore thing you know sure and i agree with you yeah. like i I think he didn't need to be as stiff, I think, as he plays. And I don't even mean that necessarily just as him as an actor. I meant, like, just story-wise, it felt a little like there could have been a little more to yeah. that. You know, there, there certainly could have been a, another layer. Especially, like, reflected in, in Barry, where, like, he talks to Barry all the time, and Barry never thinks to go, you know, my mom died, too, and people think it was my dad, and now he's in the fucking jail. So maybe you should reconsider your relationship with your dad. Like, I feel like that's a pretty... yeah. I, I don't know. It feels like a that's a, a cheap thing to nitpick. Like, why aren't these two characters interacting this way? No, I think I, that's I fair. Know. I feel like that's I a, love that a, shit. Like those two, like w both of those storylines are presented in the film. So it's very funny to not I connect those dots. I think they all still feel like they are separate characters from different movies. Oh, my and God. Even absolutely. When the five of them are talking around a table, every one of them feels like they're delivering their lines in a different movie. Like they're all like. <laughs> 
he makes a joke in Cyborg's like, Barry, and it's like, oh, his response was even a different movie to what Barry just said. <laughs> like, it didn't make sense. But that's also like um, part of the, the appeal of of the this, I think, is that it really does feel like five different movies with each of them. And it gives each one of appropriate enough full movie time, which I'm sure the actors are all absolutely like thrilled about. Right. Like now here's a, I get that people really get to see this character work that I that I did as this guy. Um, but it makes a lot more sets broken up into bits uh, Ugh, and instead of like of the, one huge, large thick piece. Some of the dialogue really was getting to me, but I guess it's probably just oh my God. again due to it being like when they got on the ship. And Cyborg was like, she wanted to fly, it's in her nature. And Batman is just like, it's in your nature too. Is it? Is my nature to fly? Right. Is that what, what you're talking about? <laughs> my whole thing is I fly a cyborg. <laughs> I want to play football, man. You know, even though the even still though, those moments and I it is it's a it's a it's an editing fucking uh, what's the word? Like it's interesting from the editing angle as well because there was sometimes it was the same line or the same scene just cut differently different takes same actor probably from the same fucking day giving a different reading that was better it was or at least more you know subtle or whatever it was even even barry giving his line and i still don't like the line let me be clear but when he's like that doesn't explain why there's a stranger here sitting in my second favorite chair or whatever. Way yeah. goofier in the Joss. We didn't want yes, same exact yes. words, but for some reason they just sort of like, I think you, you know, to give Snyder some credit for his deafness or his ability to be subtle sometimes, or like, uh, you know, his instincts. I think sometimes he does lean lines that are really, really cheesy like that. Even the, the big heavy comic book stuff. I think his instinct is like, you know, underplay it, underplay it, like undersell it, you know, mm-hmm. pull, pull back, yes. you know, m- mumble yeah, but, it, you know, and I don't but, but know, I'm then, sure that's not what he says, but, but then, like, the, but then there's full on times where I, I think kind of what, what Michael is saying is that the phrases that they say are delivered with gusto, but what they're saying is like, what the fuck are you, like they're, you know, when, when uh, Silas walks in uh, to the, the apartment and, and uh, Cyborg is like, you're good at making monsters, aren't you? It's like, what, what is that? <laughs> oh yeah, that was Why a lot. Why are you saying that right now? That was a lot. Uh, and, uh, uh, there's there's stiff. one other line I have I have noted here. It was um, when they're talking about bringing Superman back, and Batman is like, "There's six, not five, and where there's no us the, without why? him." It's like there wasn't why? even two at the start of the movie. What why, are you? T- why does there have to be six about? of us? that listen, like that line is written as if they had all been together for a very long time and there's like history there and it's delivered with like gusto, but it's like, that's not even applicable at all. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I had a vision and there was six chairs, so we cannot do this without six of us. Oh, I, I guess that I is what he's referring to his vision. Is I that what he's dreaming? Is that what he's, I, I mean, that, that makes more, that makes the too. most sense. Like anything else is, um, I'm like, I don't understand. I thought I followed his, like, I'm doing this for this, you know, it was the end of Batman versus Superman where it was like he was he was the person who didn't believe in someone who was trying to be the ultimate good. And and now he's he feels indebted to like, I don't know, causing the chain reaction that fucking killed him, basically. Totally. Why I totally, totally. No, no, no. I totally track that. My argument is with the line of there's six, not five. And we're no use without him. It's like, what What do you mean there's six, not five? I think it's Wait, just that got got back. Back. He can't be six. What? There was not even the line, two at the start. <laughs> the line that uh, I thought was kind of funny is when is it Steppenwolf or Steppenwolf? I think it's Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. It's uh, hi, Stephen Wolf. Pleasure to meet yeah. you. Stephen, 
when he's fighting Diana and all the parademons go to get him and he goes, this one's mine. And she goes, I belong to no one. He really says, no, I didn't mean <laughs> yep. it like that. I did not mean it like that. I just wanted no, to fight I, you. I, like I, t- I, I laughed so hard. It's, I could just see Zack Snyder cutting that going, shout out to women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to all ladies. But I mean, it Her also sh- still had the goofy line from the beginning of the literal queen of the Amazon saying to a little girl, you could be anything you want. It's like, well, yeah. you can't, can't really. And that was in the original, but, and I don't think this was in the original, like four scenes later, they're also saying that to the Flash, the fastest human alive. They say, you could be anything you want. Very yeah. funny juxtaposition to tell six-year-old anything you want and kid who has lightning powers, anything you want. Same thing as that little girl. <sighs> I know. I feel like you broom. guys are, are being so micro, though. I feel like you're up again. You're, you're... No, but no, that's just what, a couple like, lines listen, throughout the, the, the that critici- really the criticism like, goofy. Yeah, the criticism is that there is just these like salvos of like lines that are supposed to be very strong, and this, the reads are fine. And I think that the function that they play in the scene like plays like it's it's like a comeback thing to say. But then when you really, it's like a uh, <laughs> it's like a Don Rickles joke. Like when you really listen to what he said, it's like, hang on, that didn't fucking make any sense at all. I, uh, I do know what I, you mean. And I agree because those, I mean, they stuck out for sure. You were kind of like, oh, oh well. I think I was just impressed with 90% of the time, if if not more. I was, I think I'm having, I'm, I'm hesitant to like make too much fun of those lines because I do think mm-hmm. I was mostly impressed when they would say something stupid, but it didn't make me cringe. And I was like, that's cool. Like I even yeah. just, I felt like Ben Affleck's performances, Batman was better and different. And he was, he's saying these crazy fucking things and it was, it was coming out way more natural or way more. Uh, I don't know, man. It just did. I, I agree. I think I completely agree with you where, and I think that's what I was saying earlier about the spell that the movie weaves is that some of it is like ridiculous. And, and some of the lines are like, Oh wait, hang on. But the, the, there is that switch when they say something truly on its face ridiculous, totally. and you're like, totally. fine, fine, great. I'm, totally. Some of it for sure has to be them taking things and it's not exactly the use or the part of the scene where they plan to put it and there was going to be a different kind of buildup or a different vibe. The craziest thing in the movie to me as far as line delivery went was when Diana is in the Batcave looking up Cyborg's files and like uh, Alfred's making the tea. And she's on the computer looking at up his files and he hacks it so it like breaks. And like every monitor she's looking at glitches out and like flickers and you cannot, it looks like you put a magnet up against the screen. And she just says, something's not working. And it's like, no, 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 something's not not working. You're fucked. Your whole computer broke. You should be panicking right now. And she just says, something's not working. Like the (laughs) wheel was spinning on her mouse for too long. Uh, damn it's not letting, oh. it's not working which is just a result of like they didn't tell her what was going to be on those monitors they were like all right then he's going to hack it and you're not going to be able right. to get what you want and go deliver the line something oh, yeah uh, there, there, there's so much of that the other one is um where, where she's working on the the statue and uh that she turns around and sees the thing on or the the what is it parthenon i don't know some some greek building on fire yeah, it's called patreon um in, in the original, it's just like some Yahoo on the news about like, it, right. it's like oh, the <laughs> aliens took my husband. And it's like, it is the exact same face and seriousness that she makes in both contexts. You're right. I forgot about that. Oh. Her her well, first that- scene, the, that bank scene, the like bank robber scene, it was pretty cool in the original. 
and it is still cool. I think that shit yeah. ruled. I I agree, and you know his um all of the cool action stuff that I remember noting in the first one, notably like the the bullet block in that scene. Yeah, that's cool. And then when uh, Superman does the like semi float headbutt in when he when they first resurrect him. Oh uh, yeah yeah. That's just so fucking cool. Um, and well, that's just pure Zack Snyder punches. That's what I mean. He's a good thwacking whacking thwack director. I know we're <laughs> going to talk about it again at, in a second, but for that ending scene with Martian Manhunter, it's crazy that Bruce Wayne does not have any questions to what the anti-life formula is yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is, because it's never mentioned to any of the Earth people in the movie. Yeah, it's just been said with the parademons and he comes down he's like they're gonna find the anti-life equation he's like well i thought we were dealing with mother boxes what are you talking yeah. about he's sir? just tired he's like i all right do it his best fucking, Clooney as batman impression in that scene he writes just it on a post-it like, when he goes yeah. inside he's like anti-life equation look I'll into later yeah <laughs> some call me martian manhunter yeah i'm gonna call you john i'm not gonna i'm not, I'm not calling you martian manhunter Call you John um, Jones. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> Could we spell it cool? Yeah, sure. Give it put a fucking apostrophe or whatever. Uh, um, shit. Wait, what did we just talk about immediately well, before so that? We can talk about that scene because that was, that is certainly one of those ones where now we understand that like, I even, you know what was funny was I, I really liked how it played in the movie when I was watching it that he was so nonplussed about a Martian man floating yeah. down in front of him. And I was kind of like, that's kind of fun that now he's just like, this is, I've invited this into this like, world. Like, y- you know what's, yes. I-, I was like, oh, he's Bruce now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that scene, I'm like, oh, he's just full on Bruce Wayne, Batman, whatever's going to come at me. I could adapt. Right. I-, I was, I loved it. Judge someone immediately with like, is this, this is clearly someone who I'm going to just like respect. And yeah, like this know, isn't even the weirdest scared. shit I've seen this month. Like I've seen yeah. weirder shit earlier this month. Like I think that's I'm, I love I'm, that. A and very happy Martian Manhunter was brought in, but I think they brought him in in a very odd way for in the middle of the movie to just have Martha Kent turn into him. It almost yeah. more implies that Martha Kent is Martian Manhunter as opposed to the other guy. <laughs> well, but that's why he turns a, into the guy first, though. He I turns know, into but if you had no idea what was going on, you would just be like, oh, Martha Kent is an alien. Too. That makes I, sense. I I'm guess. Uh, I'm Martin Manhunter. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. Too. I like that. Um, I'm sorry, Dobbin. Did you have more to say about that? I think I kind of well, stepped on you. I was going to say that part of what some of the I think even him saying anti life equation like it's possible that that was not even in the script at the moment that uh, Ben Affleck shot that scene because it was it, there was an article today that came out that was like oh that scene was going to be. Um, green lantern and it seems like they knew enough to keep it kind of vague in bruce's reactions like it seems like they you know there was maybe like a the you know leaving the leaving the door open a little bit he doesn't acknowledge his name at all and at the end he just goes huh i guess i'll see you later (laughs) yeah walks away yeah and um yeah it's funny though with with that because the martian manhunter thing like it's not even like oh i guess we'll just do that then now i think it was more like i guess that's the moment then we're going to reveal that this guy has been martian manhunter because that's been a theory for forever i remember they did it earlier in the movie yeah but i'm 
Yeah, but this like was the him joining up thing moment. And yeah. I don't know if I think maybe the they weren't going to do the join up thing in this one. It was going to be that like, oh, my God, he's Martian Manhunter and he's he's undercover on Earth and we'll see mm-hmm. him again someday. And I think maybe they're like, all right, well, then that's going to be our moment. We'll we'll actually bring him in. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, can we talk about the the new scene, like the new Joker scene in the future? And the new um was oh was the Lex scene not new? Was that in the original? I think that was in the original. Um, I think I don't think it was that ex- that expansive, but I do think that like Deathstroke shows up on a boat with Lex Luthor and they do something with related. I, I don't even know if the if the line is like he tells them who Bruce Wayne is or tells them who Batman's real name is. But I do believe I also that was happened. Reading, I was also reading today that the Batfleck movie was going to be more of a horror-esque shot movie where Batman and Batgirl are fighting Deathstroke as, like, this crazy, like, scary villain. Mm-hmm. So it was probably setting up for his movie. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, like, you know, the, he edited this together. I think it's just, you know, like a, a little uh, teaser for the fans. I like, think there's the no whole, real plans uh-huh. beyond it. The whole but, epilogue was was them being like, we've already made this this long yeah (laughs) these these were shot and we weren't sure where they were gonna fit but we're gonna just put it all in now because this is our fucking shot like this is our chance we have the ability to put these scenes in the movie now it doesn't really matter because obviously it ended it it ended so perfectly fine before then like the the movie ended really nicely (laughs) and then they were like and we're gonna do a bunch of these scenes now hang on here's here's some dlc shoot the the joker scene didn't they I don't know. I don't know if that was the new one or not. Like, I'm, but regardless, that scene is. Do you remember in like 2011, um, maybe like 2010, 2011? There was a trend of like fat teenagers uploading original scenes that they would write, where like they would harangue a friend into playing Batman, and they would do like a Joker impression, and they would have like a, a like a casual back and forth between Batman and Joker as like sure. a as like a seriously written scene. That's a lot. That was like that was like a whole genre of YouTube video. That's exactly what that scene was. That is precise, just with a shitload of money. Like I will, I will fucking kill you for killing Robin, you bitch. It's like this is this sucks so bad. <laughs> or or like the Joker, like the way that he's taunting him and like the 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 semi sexual way. It's just so it is so not not even semi sexual, overtly sexual way. It's just so over the top, and it, it's it's like. Um, it's garish in a way that I found unforgivable. I was like, "This is out. This is completely outrageous." I think it is new. It was all newly shot. Okay, I still maintain that I think That's he's crazy. Robin. I think he. I think he got turned. And by she'll the never find Joker. out. Sure, and we'll never find out. But that's what I like to think. Yeah, that would be cool, and it, it would right. fit his new sexy voice. But he uh, said the thing uh, specifically about bleeding <laughs> in his arms, and and yeah. Uh, <laughs> He'd be bleeding. <laughs> I can't believe Batman swore. He said, I, I will can. fucking kill you. That's crazy. It's about as much of a swear as Batman will ever say as well. Because it's not just like, it's like, <laughs> that's like Peter Parker going, I have no fucking responsibility. <laughs> it's like the, the exact. Like no one swore the whole movie and he's just going to drop an F-bomb in the last three lines of the movie. This, I am barely, the epilogue is an interesting animal It's in itself, you know, in, in that in that movie. And, and I do mean what I said where it's like, it does feel like, 
they weren't sure where to put some of that stuff, but they wanted to do it. Um, and I mostly, I appreciated it. Like I did, I liked the Bruce and Martian Manhunter scene. I liked how Bruce was being, I like exactly how you said it, Tim. Like I liked that. Oh, this is now Bruce Wayne who is savvy to this shit. You know, this, and I think that was kind of a, you know, going back to even just the original approach of when they did Batman versus Superman, them being like, oh no, this is Batman who's been Batman for a really long time. And there was not a Superman. So, so he was just, you know, a man with abilities and money with, and training. And he was stopping regular criminals, just regular killer people with guns. And then all of a sudden, well, guess what realm you're in now, motherfucker. Mm. And now I like that. I like seeing him there. Also, I like his house on the lake. I, I like that a lot. I loved his line when he was like, hi, everyone, this is Alfred. I work for him. Right. Yeah, and their, their relationship is a lot more clear. Time. Jeremy Irons is like, okay, I, I think that, you know, the, the, their whole setup is implied. He is kind of more or less the mastermind. Bruce is the almost like a, almost like a Terry Bruce relationship. Um, yeah, from, I thought it was like Batman a goofy, goofy line. It was just his relationship was like he doesn't give a shit about all the stuff that Alfred has to worry about. <laughs> no, and no, no. I, I do. I, I, I know it's. I know it's not a literal line, but like they're rela- What I mean is like, um, I don't know. I feel like that wasn't as clear in the in the original version. Like that, how they work yeah. together. Alfred was only kind of kind of there uh, in that in that original. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, like I'm, when, I'm not refreshed on Alfred. Bullshits him Ignore me. Or like, he is kind of rude to him when he first gets back from meeting Aquaman on the tarmac. I thought was cool. Like it's an Alfred that's not afraid to like push Batman around a little bit. Or this, I just right. loved the scene where he was giving when Diana was like, "Do you want any tea?" and he was like, "No," but then still talked her through every step of making the tea. It was hilarious. Right. That was, that, that was cute. I liked there's that he some, called. Cute I liked that Superman landed and he goes, "Master Kent." I thought that was. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Um. There's that weird line. Well, I guess it's not weird. It tracks. Batman adopting faith. You know what I mean? Batman finding faith. I guess that's kind of yeah. like a... It was a little... I thought it was a little weird. A weird... Because it wasn't brought up to like that, halfway like, through. Yeah. There's always been that nugget, I guess. Um, and, and I guess in a way, like, Batman's view of Superman is a bit like Christ, right? Like, he spent so long mm-hmm. resisting him, and then he saw his light. And then he was killed, and now he's he's Let's make dedicating no himself to him. Zack like Snyder's fucking... view of Superman is that he is Christ as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, absolutely. That's what I mean. Like it's 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 reflected more in in Batman, who's almost like almost like an apostle figure or something. But I, um, and you know what? And I like that in this version of it because they've been playing that shit since fucking Man of Steel, man. Yeah, when they have when yeah. Clark saves the bus. And remember, like the ki- <laughs> hey, come on, oh, you gonna go ahead? <laughs> I just makes you laugh. My, I, the- that, that well, it's because the reason why that's making me laugh is because I have been doing that woman's voice in my head for like years, ever since that trailer came out from the. And that it's first just not trailer the voice of, anymore. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not at all because the line is my my son was on the bus. He saw what Clark did. And like ten years on, it's my son was on the bus. He <laughs> saw what Clark did. Like it's dead. So... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. But even then, they were playing the 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 reaction that they had in their Kansas town was that it was God, like God acting through this boy and giving him power to fucking lift the bus out of the water. Right. You know, they and weren't the, like, I mean, oh, he's an alien. <laughs> he's got superpowers. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
Well, that monologue is representative. It's literally in the movie of they will stumble, they will fall, but in time they will join you yep. in the sun. It's like, what is this other than a, a Christ allegory? But what if Jesus came back wearing all black robes? <laughs> yeah, when he comes out from, he fucking Just leaves fucking... the cave and, on Easter. <laughs> yep. Like, give me some eggs. eggs. <laughs> Isn't that what he did? He just starts, starts, he, starts fighting the fighting the the, the twelve apostles. The apostles. Yeah, yeah. He kicks the fucking stone away, and he's like, "I want some chocolate and eggs." <laughs> like, oh, this is—he doesn't remember who he is. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't remember that he died for our sins. He's scanning us. Yeah, Mary Magdalene shows up. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he flies her back to the barn. Then the flash, <laughs> then the flash shows up and he's there and it's DC Comics. Yeah, listen, I dude, I liked it in the first one, which I guess it must have just been in in the movie. I, I assume it was a Zack Snyder thing, but I love um, when the Flash is trying to sneak up on Superman and he looks at him. That shit, yes. chilling. I love it's that. so good. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good movie because it's it's uh, it, the whole time we haven't seen Superman for a very long time, and it's like hey, just in case you forgot. He does everything that they do better. He's the best. And uh, yeah. it, it's a very good, um, they do a great job of establishing him as like a well, very scary I think it does force. a good job of coordinating as well, like who fights who, when, and when they run into, you know, Steppenwolf even specifically. Because it was funny after that scene of them up against Superman, when then Aquaman and Wonder Woman are like trying to restrain Steppenwolf. I'm like, oh, they fucking got this. You know, like, yeah. It was a little like, ah, uh, they were just fucking fighting Superman, so I this is probably gonna work out all right. Because he doesn't the fight original. them. He leaves in the in the you know, he gets the thing, doesn't he? And then he fuck he fucks off in the, the first original, fight. Does the flash isn't the flash like saving everyone in the town in the original? God, dude, I don't is, remember. But that's yeah, so I mean it's literally it was Joss Whedon, he was basically like, I could just do Ultron again. Yeah, yeah. I just thought for some reason that the town was not abandoned in the first movie. It wasn't. Like the it wasn't. There are like people the, like hiding. They got him out of the fight by being like, you got to save everyone in the town. So he's spending his time doing that. And I think this is way better. This is a right. much better use of him and everyone's time. It also makes make sense because they town. They also, it wasn't the first time and it would have been fine because it's comic book shit, but they also earlier in the movie, he has to like charge the mother box right when it touches the, the fucking ship goo and they imply he could make time go backwards which i i loved it yes yeah it was awesome that was smart i loved that i loved that you watched the box come back up a little bit that was cool but there were there is the whole bit about him i forgot about that dude i forgot that he goes goes (laughs) fucking back in time in this but he goes back in time like 30 seconds yep shit was cool they, they completely dropped the bit where he needs to eat a lot though Cause like he's running around and circle like it only could take this for so long and then he's done. And they he never, show him. He never they eats. show him eating as much as they could because it wasn't just once. <laughs> it was like he was also eating in the back cave when they're fucking hanging out and talking. So next, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> just knocking him away like Clark Kent. Yeah, come it's on, like, man. Not impressed. <laughs> Whatever he says when he gets fucking. It is very. They're still making Flash the movie. Yeah, that's weird. I, I yeah, I, I I truly can't believe that. I guess maybe now they're feeling more booed than ever with, <laughs> liked, with this doing so well. Well, yeah, I liked when he goes back in time and we get to like rewatch 
Superman's like eyeballs come back oh, into shit, his skull. I went back and I watched that a couple times. I was like, whoa, man, we didn't have to do that. It could have just yep. <laughs> it could have just been like a fucking ray, you know, a beam just sort of pulls backwards, but instead we watch like his tendons and his bone. Right. Is there like, you know, is he a hateful filmmaker? I don't know. But he's most definitely a visceral filmmaker. He like, thinks the way that, 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 that shit's vi- cool. Because it, it kind of is. And it, it is. It kind of fuck it is. Like when yeah. they, you know, when they, when they, when they, when they all team, when they, when they all team up on, on Steppenwolf, like punch the shit, like they've already like split part of his head off oh, and they've yeah, already man. kicked him in the chest oh, and then dude. chop his head off and send him back where he came from. It's like, that is, I can see him writing that down on paper and going, and then they fucking send him dude. back where and he listen. came from. And then Darkseid steps on his skull. Yep. Yeah. And crushes him. He breaks off the other horn. That shit was icky. Yeah. That gave me like a visceral, like a, like a, that's wrong. There's something about like a horn of an animal. I know he's mm-hmm. like a big creature and he was about to destroy the earth, but there's something I'm like, oh, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, that's they not, need that. They need that, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, I loved that. And this is like, I don't, I don't have obviously the, Muscles. The initial DC love. Yeah, I could never pull yeah. off the horn Her of body. Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in that moment, it did it did strike me as fucking brutal. I was like, holy shit, she chops yeah. his fucking head off. And they literally, they stand there, Superman, emblem of good, stands in front of this portal and basically says fuck off like yeah <laughs> with the with the decapitated you know lackey of the main bad guy in front of him and i don't know if that is a thing that would happen in the comics i think when i saw it i was sort of like oh are people gonna be mad about that that was pretty fun. Yeah. that was pretty fucking rough <laughs> but for me i was like cool you know what it does a good job of better than the avengers it does a good job of the thing of like that is all the reason for me to believe that now earth has become like, don't fuck with us. You know, like we look, you, he, he, they stand on the other side of the portal uh, and, and are basically the bodyguards standing in front of earth and being like, you can try, but look at what, here's what yeah, happens. I do think, I, do think I think it's such a, I do think that that visually that was extremely effective. It, yeah, it, it, I agree. it brought in like, it I was like cool no as shit. Anything. I was like, this is, I thought yes, he was, it's just the squad. Like it's uh, it's a definite squad moment, and it's like it's a hype moment that you only get when watching something like cape shit or anime shit, where you know your superpower guys have done the cool thing, and it's it's an incredibly hype moment. He's he's very good at capturing that. Um, I do want to say about so about things being comics accurate. Uh, I don't really care. First of all, off the top, Um, that's the reason why these are adaptations, and there's a reason why there's six million different universes and all these comic book bullshit. We're culturally beyond caring, and we have to yeah. be at the at the. I very could not I don't watch care. what I already but know I, is going to happen either. But I but I will say it is very funny for Batman to be notably the one who doesn't kill kills the most out of like anybody in this movie. Like specifically, <laughs> like he's he always them. slaughtering slaughtering parademons. You know, like <laughs> shooting them in the fucking temple, like very viscerally. The, the joke in that first one the- too, in Batman vs Superman, when he's like, you know, I don't, I don't kill, but I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to rough them up. And like, they're he's got like 
he's dragging a vehicle behind yeah. the Batmobile. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fucking hitting buildings and s- scraping across the, the pavement. It lands is just yeah. like a compact cube with a yeah, finger sure sticking out of fine. it. <laughs> he's like, that'll like teach you. Yeah, don't break the Batman law. Batman begins. In Batman <laughs> begins when he's like, you know, I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you either. I, he fully <laughs> lets him die. I'm like, no, you killed him. You could have stopped someone from dying. Right. Yeah. And you let them die. You killed that man. <laughs> I always thought that was a funny, and that was like they were trying to be clever about Batman mm-hmm. or whatever. And yeah. now listen, if he had, if it was like he was between two people and he picked someone who maybe, I don't know, someone Deserve more personally, yeah, someone, yeah, exactly. You'd be like, all right, tricky mm-hmm. Batman. But we've all seen Spider-Man 1. All right, you can Barnabas. jump off the bridge, you can grab the girl and the kids. And, and, I love that moment for many reasons, not the least of which being that it's Spider-Man doing it. But I love that when he jumps, <laughs> you see basically the, the the little trolley of kids behind him, and you can see their faces. And I know, I know in reality, I'm very aware that they don't go, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I know that you don't see the kids' faces sort of change into like, hold on but you just watch him turn his back on the children and dive the other way and they're all just like what (laughs) that's a good moment man that's a good superhero movie moment because you really are like holy shit obviously in any other movie you would think you jump for the kids right you get you know mj you know i love her but yeah oh man is there anything else I feel it's, 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 this is grow. I mean, we're getting off topic. As soon as, once I bring up Spider-Man one, yeah, you're like, what if Spider-Man was in this? Um, I'm I'm trying to think if there's really anything else that I wanted to touch on it. I feel like there is a lot of, I don't even want to say meat here. Um, cause it's just, it feels like supplementary material, uh, in in a lot of ways. Like it, it almost doesn't feel like, I mean, I, I don't even want to say that more happens than in the, than in the original cut. It's just all a lot more fleshed out. I mean, and of course, different things do occur. Um, the order in which things say, yeah. occur are different. More happens uh, character-wise, for sure. Right. There's more like you get, you kind of are tracking everybody's, you know, For position. Cyborg and Steppenwolf, definitely. Yeah. Steppenwolf was amazing. I'm just going to, I would like to say that again. I really appreciated what they did with him more so in the original where he was much more two-dimensional. Totally. Yeah. I felt bad for him. I was like, oh, he just wants... Dark side to love him. He just wants mommy dark side to care about him. Yeah, I mean, he also looks. I don't know if you've seen that original um, in a second. He looks re- like really bad in that first one. <laughs> I think yeah, I, when I'm, I first, when I first saw this, when I first saw this, I was like, oh, he's just like a CGI creature. And then I kind of went back and looked oh, wow. at the first one, he and it look really looks like a first it, one. It almost looks like a screen test for this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it it, like it, I guess in a lot of ways it was. Yeah. But the, but the what's funny is that the line reads are the same. So I think that it's still like ADR. They still dubbed him, but they just chose to not make him a CGI creature. I don't know who the voice is. I don't think that it's the same person as the person acting. Uh, in, like in they, gave, they gave him a frown, like an eternal physical frown yes. in the, in the <laughs> new one. Uh, I thought Cy- to touch on the CG, I thought Cyborg looked awful for most of the movie. Right. Um, he was the he weirdest looked, one. 
he looked like General Grievous every time he walked around. <laughs> and like when Diana stops him on the street and he like turns and looks back at her, it looks like General Grievous from the Clone Wars animated television show. It was right. his his flying was cool, though. I liked the yeah, like, man, like that. the many jets to like stabilize which direction he's going. I thought that was cool. I didn't like how he was created like. You know, you think like, well, you know, the, the the dad was experimenting with this alien technology. That's pretty cool. You know, he brought his son back to life. But then like when he does it, he kind of just doesn't. He just basically like shoots a beam at it. And then the box just like creates a body for Cyborg. Like it just sort of like you right. watch it sort of like materialize. I was like, oh, is that what it is? I kind of thought he was physical parts. Like I thought he was, you know, in which case like, he, he is, but like. I thought it was that he was built and then the mother box is what allowed him to. Don, to... if we learned anything from WandaVision, it's that you cannot grapple with things being created out of nothing. And it really breaks Dude, your brain. It really does. It really does. <laughs> well, so that's I, Wanda, I was screaming at my phone not... when I was listening to you talk about WandaVision. That's her power is that she could create things from nothing. And that's what makes her special. <laughs> it's not her the creation from things. That it's not the creation of things from nothing that I, I think holds me up on the cyborg thing it's the design and intricacy of the thing that was just spawned from this like primordial energy it's like how, how does it know to like have all this shit function together um and yeah. why is it creating a body for him why isn't it, it but that's uh, you know extremely you know, suspended turn him into a cube the most powerful shape you can be <laughs> it's certainly the most like fanciful and loosely defined like origin story in the entire bit um, and I think that's what but makes it, it stand out. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you I have, you have, you simply again, must be fine The with Lost it. World, the everything else that they said, where I was like, I don't know where that came from, but I'm in on it. I guess I, I'm fine with most of the stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did think it was goofy when to go back to that first sight, uh, fight scene with like the gods and the Atlanteans and everyone. Um, I didn't realize that all like Zeus was twice as tall as everyone else until that one <laughs> shot. It it was not clear, and I was very taken aback to just see three <laughs> giants standing next to all these small people. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll need to. I'm I sure don't think I realized more about the thing with the gods, even thing. at I all. I don't think I ever. What realized that there were gods, really I, or that they were huge, that they were bigger than everyone? Yeah. I don't think I, 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 I that. realized that. It's only in the last group shot. They're all standing there, and there's three huge people standing behind them, like goofy kids who were held back three years in middle school and are way taller than everyone else in their class. <laughs> Pretty cool. Oh but gosh, I really had so, I had something and I lost it. He was gorgeous. I liked when Darkseid and Steppenwolf were talking to each other back and forth, and it was just like, "My lord, what should I do?" Well. First, you should do this. Wait, who's talking? Who was that? That was me. <laughs> who? who? <laughs> <laughs> we're all do- we're all the same guy, more yeah. or less. Me, Steppenwolf. Don't do that, uh, Dark Side. He's going to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Big Rock. Big Rock people were cool though. That that was the communication system. I don't know if that was new to this cut or not, but that was. Oh uh, yeah, that was cool. The melting yeah. rock was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I thought that was cool. He's cool, man. You know how to make it cool. His, the whole thing looks looked cool. cool. And I watched it. We didn't touch about the on um, the four three aspect ratio that much. And I don't know if it bothered you guys, but I watched most of this on my iPad. And the iPad is already like a four point three by three aspect ratio when it's sideways. So it mm. kind of just filled up the whole iPad, and it was very pleasant to watch like that. <laughs> I didn't care. I really, it didn't. It didn't yeah, really I did. do it. I didn't mind it. I watched a lot of anime. 
and it is at that exact <laughs> same aspect ratio. So I was like, yep, yep, this is fine. Uh, although I do find it like that's the kind of stuff that I find I find pretentious about this whole project. I don't. Um, he said it was to like fit more stuff vertically on screen. But at any point, I would just be like, you could have zoomed out the camera a little bit and it would have fit like you would have had just right. some stuff on the sides, too. It's not like it's taller. I almost wish you that the uh, closer. I, I almost wish that the um, the, the pre-screening insert instead said we have a four three so that we, you could see more stuff instead of saying to preserve Zack Snyder's vision, yeah. which makes me think, go like, all right, man, to keep Zack Snyder happy. Listen, if I watch something at six, if I watch something at sixteen nine, my eyesight starts to deteriorate. So we simply, it's sim- to preserve Zack Snyder's <laughs> vision. Preserve we simply must watch Zach this. Zack does not thing. look good in glasses. So yeah. The more I watch, I'm watching fucking two point three five shit. My eyes are basically spreading out across <laughs> my skull. All right, I don't want them. Uh, I need them right in the center. That's where they belong. I, I've gone from Buscemi to Uma Thurman in <laughs> five years. No, damn. Fucking vivid, um, man. Vivid. Thank you. Good job. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, no, no games. <laughs> no, no, no games. games. <laughs> no games at all. Uh, thanks, Michael. Thanks for joining us. It's been a while. Haven't seen you yeah. in a bit. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm really well, busy. This is the end of the episode. Making so the Oscars happen. Hell yeah, brother. It's it's going to be a hell of a year. I can't, I can't wait to see M- Michael's cut of the Oscars later this year. <laughs> the Michael um, cut. Yeah, be sure. Be Which sure. Right, check it out. Yeah, I, I guess uh, like the band Steppenwolf. Um, <laughs> I th- okay, th- I guess check out the Oscars. Um, and uh, if you're here, here, please go to slash reasonable beef. That uh, we just put a bonus up. Dom got a big Game Boy, and he talks about his big Game Boy. I sure and dot com slash reasonable beef. Get pictures of my butt, Tim's abs, and Dom's feet, and Dom touches his big Game Boy. What on earth did you what, spell? What, what URL did you send them to? Nick, cut Onlyfans. this. OnlyFans.com slash reasonable oh, oh, okay. said, I just heard L-O-N-N-N-L-L-L-I-O-L-L-L. I agree. I'm like, who did he just activate? Who? What What ambassador is about to be assassinated? Um. All right. Goodbye.